The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, because everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, good morning, everyone. We welcome you to our show, Hope. We're here every Thursday morning at 9.06, right after the uh, newscast, and man, we're excited. We always love coming here to the Super Talk radio station to do this show. And maybe bring you encouragement, bring you some hope in your situation today, and that's what our mission is each day. I'm Tommy Wilson. I'm uh, Director of Living Free Ministries. I'm here with two of my great friends, Wesley Jackson, who who is the Director of the Freedom Center, and Bobby Caps, who is the Director of the Biblical Counseling at Crosswind Ministries, right here in the center of town, down on Tate Street, and they've been in town I was there Sunday night, and Bobby, you said they've been, y'all have been there almost 20 years. So, uh, 18. I, Katrina happened uh, in uh, 07, whatever it was, 5 or something like that. And so okay. we've been there since. C- Katrina is the kind of event that birthed us. Yeah. And so uh, it Just was the fall of. started misplaced folks yeah, and 05, looked around, yeah, and we had go. a lot of misplaced folks in our own town Kept that didn't it. come from Katrina. That's right. Yeah. And so uh, Crosswind was birthed, and about a year before that, Living Free was birthed. And uh, we've been in town a long time doing what we do, uh, helping people uh, get in different situations. Yesterday, Wesley, uh, we was able to help a friend that I've known for a while get out of the local county jail, and we carried him to Russellville, to the Dream Center. And uh, so you're in court uh, every Monday, uh, just kind of not only representing the Freedom Center, but also there to help the community. Well, that's it, Tommy. We we interact with a bunch of men and women there inside the Corinth City Court and uh, give them opportunity to get help. They always uh, entertain the idea of helping the ones that ask for help. You know, the judge is pretty good about if someone reaches out for help, then they'll defer them to us and we'll help facilitate getting them into a program, whichever one is best suited for their needs. But uh, I've had the chance to help a lot of people so far since starting that. I guess I've been in there now about three months, going on three months. And I tell you, it's been a pleasure to work with Ginger and, and the judge there. They're uh, some loving, kind people and make, make what Bacon we do easy. Phelps yeah. is the city judge there. And we also work with the two local county judges, Judge mm-hmm. McGee. Mm-hmm and uh, Judge Blaylock and all of them uh, it, uh, allows us to help folks that wants help and Judge Phipps, she she's really, uh, uh, Olivia Wilson, my daughter worked the court system with uh, one of the local heroes that moved on from here with Josh Holdem, but uh, you know, and, and she just brags about the city court there. Yeah. 
and stuff yeah. how they used to help people go to Birmingham, Nashville. But you've you've carried people to Tupelo. Yeah, I think uh, my had. I guess we've had at least someone each week that we've carried somewhere. We we all the way to the home of Grace a few weeks ago. We carried a guy. Um, yeah. Down to the Transformation Ranch, we've carried two or three in the last you know in the last month. Um, over to Russellville yesterday to Brother Sean and them at the Dream Center. Yeah. We're gonna have Brother Sean with us next Thursday, talking to talking to him about the Dream Center. The Dream Center has been open there uh, over fifteen years now, and and God really changed uh, Brother Sean's life and uh, uh, led him to open that up. And they have a church there. I think the name of the church is Redemption Church, mm-hmm. and he pastors the church. And they have a, a warehouse, like a store, discount store there, where they sell a lot of furniture and stuff there in Russellville. We was there yesterday. Uh, we ate there at Grill Forty Three, and man, if you get a chance, stop there and eat. It was pretty good. Yeah, no, good. Uh, yeah. So uh, again, we uh, we're just thankful, Bobby, for what we get to do. Yeah. Uh, whether we've been doing it twenty years or the last few days, we have an opportunity. To, you know, as we come in the door here, uh, we've already got text message, we already got phone call, and and people, and some of them's our friends that we've worked with that uh that has got herself in trouble uh i i was honored tuesday to minister to a family that i, I helped with a funeral uh of a young man that we'd been knowing for 20 years and you know and and it, it's a struggle mm. it's a struggle for some people and it hurts when you see the a lot of folks don't get free from it wesley yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, when for the guys that gets free. Well, and you think about our, even if you think about the Freedom Center and the guys that are in our residential program, very few of them it's their first time. Oh yeah. You know, so you know, it, 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 most most of these guys are really struggling with lifelong problems and and long seasons of sobriety and relapses and all this kind of stuff, and so. You know, it really, uh, you know, this uh, this addiction's a beast, man, and it's a, uh, and it's a really difficult uh, to break free from and, and walk in freedom. Maybe uh, I want to read this text. I got a text from a, a family this morning. I'm not going to mention names, but I'm just going to read a little bit about this. But we may can bounce off of, of this after the break, Bobby. But and 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 this wife's just hunting help for her husband. Uh, he's he's kind of going down a dark road, seem like, but uh, he 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 needs some help. But she says makes this statement, and I thought about this as I got this when I was walking this morning, Bobby, and it said he just he has so much childhood trauma, he just trades one addiction for another. Please help him the best you can. I don't know if he'll talk to anybody else but you, but it, she. She acknowledged the childhood trauma. And I'm thinking when I started this 20 years ago, even 15 years ago, we didn't use that word a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, because of uh, your study with a guy out of Colorado, Dr. Paul Hickstrom and stuff, we we was kind of introduced to that word. And now when families is, I, I was just grateful that this family had seen that. Yeah. So we may bounce off of that. We was going. We're going to talk about anger today, and 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 uh, and things too. We bounced off of last week's show, 
But uh, Wes, we get to do this show because of our sponsors. We've been doing this show for some time now, Dr. Phil, a couple years. Little, yeah. A little over, I believe. I believe we're at two and a half. Two and a half years we've been doing it. We started in like February. Uh, we get to do it because of our sponsors, really? and we're thankful for that. Uh, we've, we've had some of the same sponsors when we started. Our friend Nick Bain has started. Nick, Nick's a big day Tuesday, August the 29th, uh, re-election here to Rick's, uh, Nick's District 2 representative, but also a local attorney. Uh, Nick has sponsored us from day one. My wife, Wilco Real Estate Company Group, uh, uh, they've sponsored us for all your real estate needs. Reach out to Maria. My daughter's part of that team. Call Olivia. Uh, she uh, she is showing houses almost every day, talking to people. She's learning. So uh, give one of that group uh, a call. And also uh, Bart and Dawn Dorn there at Gatlin's Pharmacy in Tishomingo. Bart has sponsored us since day one. Yeah. And uh, and I think Subway come on after we started, but my friend Daniel Arthur, uh, they have been sponsoring us for a good time. Our local Subways, I was in Subway Harper Road yesterday, getting me a foot-long flatbread sandwich because it's on my diet. And uh, uh, so uh, support your local Subways. Who Who's some of the other? Yeah, we got Hudson Window Solution, Perry and his crew down there. But they, uh, they came on just recently, that last few months, but we're thankful for their support. I've seen where he's trying to give away a Yeti cooler or something, too, if you go to his social media page and, and look there. He's giving away some sort of cooler. Okay. Okay. Uh, Crosswind Ministries has supported the show since the get-go. Bobby and them over there have uh, a big supporter. Uh, Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet. Living Free Ministries, Living Free, Tommy, you know, y'all been in the community here now several years and been supporting the show since Jump Street, so we couldn't do it without that either, the community support, really. We'll, uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. It's Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. 
If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here in Corinth, Mississippi on Highway 72. Man, it is it hot. It's summertime. Just right for water slide for your parties or your family reunions. We have several to pick from there at the store. Also, we have hot deals on mattresses. We've got $400 off of Kings on certain mattresses for this summer. Come see us right there on Highway 72. And remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. All right, we're back. We're uh, into our second segment. And uh, I want to give you our phone numbers right off the bat for uh, in case you've got a comment or text, uh, any kind of question about the show, you can, this is a text line only. 662-603-9829. You can text us. Uh, anything about the show or question, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Some encouragement. I was in uh, uh, my store Saturday afternoon, Bobby, and there was a husband and wife, a local couple I knew, and before he left, he shook my hand. He said, man, I listen to y'all every Thursday I can. And, man, I really appreciate that. And and because uh, sometimes we just think maybe we're in here trying to preach to Phil here and he's the only one that's hearing us. But when somebody encourages us. If and, we can get Phil straightened out, we've well, done our yeah. job. Phil seems pretty receptive. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but so when you, when you get some encouragement, it does, mm-hmm. it does help us in things. So we like that. 662-603-9829. Listen, if you're out of town sometime or you got somebody who lives somewhere you want to listen, they can listen anywhere in the world. Supertalk.fm Corinth. I was in Chicago, Illinois two weeks ago today. Yeah. I was in the airport or something, but I listened to, listen to y'all. Supertalk.fm Corinth. And, and on uh, livingfreecorinth.com, you can listen to our past episodes. Yeah. Uh, that's where my brother accesses the episodes at because he's not, he's at work and, and can't listen to it, but he listens to them at at uh, at on Li- their it's website. It's livingfreecarnet.com. Click on to the listen page, and a podcast like page comes up, and each episode will be listed with a date and a lot of times our topic or our guest speaker. 
a lot of times we have a guest speaker like next week we'll have brother sean rutherford so we're excited well bobby before we went to the break i read you a text i got early this morning from somebody that uh uh had texted me about her husband and just trying to find some help and she makes this statement that he just has so much childhood trauma he trades one addiction for another please help him the best you can yeah and stuff so and we've been talking about anger for a couple weeks and anger and jealousy and anxiety has been our subjects for a couple weeks at the freedom center at living free here last week so bobby does all that tie back to some sort of childhood trauma well sure i mean uh we are uh we were uh born sinners and so uh not only uh am I a sinner, but I was also sinned against, right? So I live amongst a bunch of sinners. So my mom and daddy were sinners, right? The people around me were sinners. My school teachers were sinners, right? I mean, and, and I was also a sinner. So when I was sinned against, I had a, I, I didn't have a proper response to that sin. So, and here's what I mean by that. So let's, let's say you're sinned against really severely and well, and that's what we call trauma, right? Something that you can still remember 30 years later. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so, uh, so I'm traumatized by someone sinning against me. But here's my problem. I don't know how to have a godly response to that. So here's how I respond to it. I actually become my own savior. I I like him going like, oh no, the world's not safe. You know what I mean? And and uh, you know, adults aren't safe, and and the world and and my antennas go up, and I'm on full alert, and I'm trying to constantly protect myself and to save myself, and uh, from being hurt again, right? And so what happens over life is I'll build up a pattern of trying to do, of trying to do that so that's one aspect here's another aspect of it another aspect of it is when i'm a child and i'm hurt really bad there's something about me that takes responsibility for that and here's what i mean by that very practically very practically i don't think i think something must be wrong with me we talk all the time we, we do this all the time i'll say uh, let me say, show a hand of all of you guys who are suffering or recovering from addiction. Uh, of how many of you were the black sheep in your family? Almost every hand goes yeah, up. Ask that question Monday night. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and so here's what happens. People, uh, almost everybody raised their. Well, hand. and here's what happens. Well, so if I was treat, let's say that I was actually treated like the black sheep, right? That my parents treated me as if they didn't value me and didn't love me uh, by comparison, which is why I talked a lot about jealousy too, by the way, is that, and, and so by comparison, I was treated uh, different than the rest of my siblings or something along those lines. Well, what happens is I come to believe that I'm defective and I'm flawed and all this kind of stuff. And so then I take the world, I have to survive that and I have to figure that out. But I've got this underlying belief that I'm somehow a defect. Here's the problem with that. Since I was created in the image of God, that belief hurts. That belief causes me suffering. 
And so what I'm also trying to do is not only overcome that, that is to prove to everybody that I'm not a, a, a loser, if you will, but I'm also trying to medicate the pain of it. And so I'll do that with sports or, or, or you know, uh, anything that gives me a dopamine hit, right, that makes me feel better. And uh, so I'm going to do something to medicate the pain of my psychological suffering that comes from being devalued and treated bad. But the only reason that it causes me pain is because I actually believe it. I come to that's where we have these false beliefs, right? And so those things kind of gang up on me, and I'm constantly then stuck in this pattern. And this goes back to what this person's saying, Tommy. What this person's saying is that because of the childhood, uh, because of the bad start, if you will, this person has developed an entire manner of life. This is where we use the Ephesians 4 verse that says you used to have this whole manner of life that was messed up, that was going nowhere, that wasn't, wasn't God's manner of life. And now that God is here, he's going to show you a path where you can have a, a calm heart instead of an anxious heart, where you can have uh, peace instead of anger, where you can, you know, where you can have a see a situation and and uh, really rejoice when somebody else uh, is favored rather than uh, be jealous or something along those lines. The, the Bible says in Proverbs fourteen that a, a tranquil heart gives life to the body, and then but so listen. And he talks about this all the time. A, a, a cheerful heart is good medicine. God constantly tells me that my problem is I've got a heart problem. But my heart problem is shaped by unbelief and by being sinned against and by not knowing how to to respond in a godly way to that sin. And, and so I all of a sudden enter the world messed up, full of pain, uh, uh, trying to survive, uh, and, and that whole thing in my head is chaos. And then, of course, you know, you hit high school with all that, and somebody hands you something that makes you feel better, and you're just off to the races. Well, yesterday we, we, uh, we was actually here, and I mean... Kid, fourteen-year-old, that was probably yeah. wasn't in high school yet. Um, but you know, and and then they, we're just born into a messed-up world that yeah. creates messed-up people. Yeah. And then the only way out is uh is the Lord Jesus. Yeah. I have to you be know? rescued. I have to have some outside intervention uh, by a God who loves me and who knows the way down the path of this horrible world. And and the thing is, I don't know the way. There's a way that seems right to me, but the end thereof is a way of death, the Bible says. You know, I mean, and I'm constantly trying to find my own way. Everybody does what's right in their own eyes. We're constantly winging it as if we can navigate a world full of sin and darkness and chaos and tragedy and we can't we have to have a light that shines in front of us that lights our path and that is that will give you a peaceful heart yeah well you know i think back to uh you know the the childhood journey and that, that's where that whole identity crisis comes in bobby because you believe this lie and then it starts to shape who you think you are to become that's and you right. start to self-absorb these hits and then what comes out the back side of it is bitterness uh anger anxiety sometimes when you can't control the outcome sure. and, and you know you're you're just stumbling through life trying to figure out who you ought to be 
or who you are and not who you was created to be. And, and that was part of the problem for me for so many years. I was always thinking I should be who everybody else thought I should be and didn't ever know who I was. But that's mm. what changed at, uh, at Calvary for me. Whenever I found out who God said I was. Who God thought you were. And then everything. And the rest of it doesn't matter. Well, and there you go. And that was the light that that, uh, set you your path on the right way and and calmed your heart down. And and it's what my deal is, is that I'm like, Lord, you know, people have to have their hearts calmed down. And they're just, our hearts are just a mess, man. Well, Well, that's what burdens our heart doing what we do because we know that these folks have believed in the same lie that we, we often walked in in the past. And it's like, and I know their heart's hurting. I know they're in a situation that they don't want to be in. Oftentimes, the world would see people in a addiction and all this, and they think, well, that's a choice they made. They want to be there. I can promise you that is not where you wanted to end up. You didn't start your journey out as a kid. You, Tommy says it all the time. We go into school and ask what you want to be when you're grown. Hey, it ain't addicted to drugs or in prison. No, or in prison. Yeah, exactly. yeah, ain't nobody hitting their knees today to say, hey, no, God, I want to Hey, Lord, I want to wear, you know, stripes. Even, even someone that's, uh, you know, and and anger got um, a lot of our friends that's in jail there. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of, you know, we've got 400 inmates out here in, uh, on the correction facility here. Anger got a lot of them guys there. I mean, you know, some sort of domestic violence or whatever, armed robbery. There's a lot of things that got them there. But anger's tied to so much of it. You know, and you said the other night, you asked this question. I mean, well, you made this statement. That you feel like your anger gives you control of the moment. Mm Mm-hmm. And really, it's right opposite. You're out of control, but you feel like you're in control. That's exactly right, and and it 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 causes your family to walk around on eggshells. You, your family's is scared, uh, whatever it may be, but anger is controlling your life as just as much as alcoholics controlling an alcoholics' life. Well, John mentioned uh, John mentioned uh, something that was good while we were uh, having that group discussion, is that. There are a lot of books written about the addiction to anger because it really is this uh, it, 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 it has this uh, side to it that says, okay, everything's in control now because I've got everybody scared and backed off and nobody's, you know, like, you know, I've got control of my world. You don't have control of your world, I promise you. And and uh, because I, because listen to this, if you have to have anger in order to control your world, you don't have control of it, mm-hmm. right? And so what, what if, because what that means is, of course, is that, you're, you've taken the role of God, right? This is the Romans 12 passage. You've taken the role of God, and you think that now I'm the God, and I've got everything under control. But here's the question. When the real God has everything con- under control, everyone's heart's at peace, not just yours. Well, that, that's and, your, and your heart ain't at peace when you're angry anyways. You know what I mean? And, and what, if, what, if the, what, if, what if the Prince of Peace showed up? Yeah. And he said, "No, listen. I'm going to calm every heart in the whole family down." And and uh, and so what you think is that if you don't have a calm heart, that you can calm the world down. You know what I mean? And but you haven't calmed them down. Now they're anxious and they're just waiting for you to blow again and all the stuff. So 
Let's well, us let's take another break. We're going to come back, uh, listen to our sponsors, and hey, give a, give them a chance. Let them know that you listen to our show. Thank you. This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need of seasonal apparel and these are just a few things that we do and we we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone so if you are in need of help please call us or come see us at crosswind on 703 tate street we're here to help bain bowen attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program at bain and bowen They know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. We welcome you back. Uh, we're into our third segment now. We've uh, we've uh, been talking about childhood trauma that produces anger, anxiety, and and Bobby, you used a word that you uh, Tuesday in group jealousy. Mm. Touch on that a minute and give us that verse you were saying that jealousy was uh, anger. Tell me again, anger is bad, but jealousy yeah. is cancer? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, he, anger, wrath, you know, uh, but who can abide jealousy? And and even in this verse, it says, the tranquil heart gives life to the body. It says, but jealousy rots the bones. And, and there's another uh, translation that says, jealousy is a cancer. And and um, so, like, wh- how does how does jealousy rank above anger and wrath? Well, here's how: 
jealousy so if if anger is a a reaction if we say that one of the primary reasons for anger is I'm feeling devalued, disrespect, not loved, right, and all this kind of stuff, right, and I don't think that's fair, well, do that in public. Like, treat me, like, treat me less than in public. So, like, I'll give you an example. So, like, uh, well, you took Wesley to lunch, but you didn't take me. And what happened was is that you invited him in front of five of our friends. And so what happens is immediately I'm devalued. He don't like me. He likes Wesley more than me. But you didn't just devalue me. You devalued me in public. And so what you told the whole community, see, I need the whole community to love me and accept me and value me. But if you like... If you down me in front of everyone, well, then I, that's where, why it takes this nuclear, you know, thing. So jealousy is the same thing, uh, it is the same thing, except jealousy always functions in community, right? And so jealousy is this thing where it says, it's not like uh, you're a bad guy, but I'm going to let the whole community know that you're less than. And when I let the whole community less know that you're less than, now not only have I dehumanized you and devalued you, but I've done it in front of the whole group. And, and my then, it's not that I'm angry at you. I'm now like trying, I'm just ready to explode because I want the whole group to value me and connect with me and love me and I don't want to feel devalued, right? And so... And you think about this is is like you know we've got a group of guys out at the Freedom Center you know they're all you know and they're four to eight guys that are there all the time, and and you know that little thing can pop up all the time because they're always in group, so everything that's happening is in group. So if you take one guy to go you know do a car wash and you didn't take the other guys, well then why did he take him? Well now I'm devalued. He must be better than him, blah 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 blah. But you did it in front of all of them. And so now, like, okay, we're all devalued right now. We're all upset, and, you know, we're jealous, and all this kind of stuff. Well, God's solution to that, of course, is in Philippians 2. In Philippians 2, it says that to put away all your jealousy, and here's how, that you consider other people better than you. Now, so let me show you this real simple. So, like, uh, when I was a young man, uh, and especially early in ministry, I really wanted to be affirmed, if you will, uh, that I was doing a good job. And so the way that I would do that was I would look for the affirmation of the people that were my peers. But inevitably, they were like climbing the ladder way faster than me. They were better leaders than me. They were better preachers than me. They were better counselors than me. They, were, they ran their churches better than I did. And, and so what happened was is that I was constantly feeling less than around my peers, right? But the Lord Jesus, the solution in Philippians 2 is that you consider others better than yourself. 
And when God taught me how to celebrate, oh, man, that dude, he has leadership gifting that is so awesome. And I'm, I was thankful and in awe of it and appreciative that God gave him that gift. And this dude's the best preacher I've ever heard, man. And I was, became thankful of that. As soon as I was thankful of it, as soon as I was thankful that God would gift somebody so great, well, now I, I'm not jealous of them anymore. They're a blessing to be around. I want to learn how to. I want to learn leadership from them. You know what I mean? I want to pick up tips from them, but I'm not jealous because I'm not seeing their gifts as something that devalues me. And that's the problem is that if I see you as a threat to me or if, if, I, see you, if I see your gifts as something that devalues me, I'm going to be jealous of you because I'm going to say, well, if I'm around him, they're going to say, well, you know, Tommy's a good leader, but that also means Bobby really stinks at it. You know what I mean? And so what I'm going to do is then I'm going to say, and then I'm disqualified from being valued and loved and accepted in the group because, you know, I'm, he's good at it and I'm not. And so then I'm going to be jealous of you because what I want is to be loved and accepted and valued. Well, the key, here's the other spiritual key. So the, the key is for me to look at you in love and be thankful for any gift that you have and anything that happens with you. Here's the other piece. The other piece is for me to get my acceptance and my value and my love from the Lord Jesus instead of man, right? I mean, I am not, it's like, okay, you know, well, if Tommy likes, you know, Joe over there better than me, it doesn't devalue me. You know what I mean? And so it is not that at all. It is that Tommy just likes that guy better than me. And that's between Tommy and that guy. But I'm valued and loved by Jesus, you know, and Jesus is going to give me connection and friends with as many people as he wants there's, me to. There's a, there's a little bit of rejection. In yeah, no, that's what I'm right saying. There, we yeah. feel devalued, right, and, yeah. and reject. Because the only reason you would reject. Day, it ain't rejection. It's our presumption. No, that it's not. Perception. it's my perception yeah, of it. Perception exactly. Of it. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And, and, I, uh, uh, and know, even if it is, though, even if it is rejection, like what if you really did? You know, think I was a jerk and didn't want to spend any time around me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so even even if you do reject me, it's still, I haven't been rejected by Jesus. You know what I mean? And and so the thing is well, that... Well, I've got to look at what the Lord's doing in my life and how he's providing for my life. And I, I can't, you know, uh, look at Wesley's life and, and be concerned about what God's doing in his life and stuff. I, I got to be concerned about what's going on in my life. And things and rejection and anger and anxiety and all this—it's hard to overcome. Yeah, it, it ain't like we can run, go across the street over here to Dollar General and, and buy something to get by. Hey, but let's let's go back and talk about this other thing we were talking about before the break. And if my pattern of life has been when I feel that to, you know. Uh, well, I'm never going to talk to you again, or I'm going to go beat somebody up, or I'm going to go do this, or I'm going to go do that, instead of having a godly response to that. If my pattern of life is that, or if I'm so used to feeling the stress of that, everybody treats me that way, nobody loves me, nobody respects me, and and so now I'm suffering with it. Well, guess what? My brain is already wired to know how to get relief from suffering. And so that's why, I mean, even in the 12-step book, it says bitterness, uh, 
and a person who's been struggling with addiction can't afford to have it in their life because it'll drive you back. Well, well, Bobby, my thing is, is, as I think about the topic here, and especially with anxiety and such a comparative culture we live in today, and, and young kids are growing up with all these comparisons of being as good as the next kid, as a parent out here dealing with that, your kid comes to you and they're like, you know, I don't, I don't feel equal. I don't yeah. feel as good. I'm anxious about being in a group of people. Where do we start? Where yeah. do we start with the proper channel course of action? You know, the, as a parent, a lot of times, uh, you know, the playbook varies, you think, but there, there's, there's a solid foundation hey, to start from. There ain't, there ain't no question because you can start this with any teenage group or even adult well, group it. and you can say, who does the community favor more? Who do your classmates favor more? Rich guys or poor guys? Short guys or tall guys? Fat guys or skinny guys? Athletes or not? Smart guys or dumb guys? Pretty people or ugly people? And you always there's this comparative analogy, right? Yeah. There always there's this spectrum that you're sure. that a kid's putting themselves on. And so until we move away from comparison and say, I am God created me and I'm a gift to my community, just like I am, with no corrections, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I don't have to be taller to be a gift to my community. I don't have to be more athletic to be a gift to my community. I don't have to be smarter or prettier. I'm a gift to my community just the way I am and God made me this way and then suddenly I can move into my community without the fear of being measured and and all this kind of stuff but I will tell you as you rightly said the world which Jesus God says love not the world is comparing all the time it's rewarding the 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 stars it's it's yeah exactly out there in high school you know I'm raising a teenager myself and it's you know, there's there's a lot of hard conversations, but we believe in the sufficiency of Scripture and yeah. pointing them towards who they are in Christ. That, yeah. To me, that's the that's the X factor of all things is that who I had, you are I, in I had, Christ. I had a super handsome guy come time one time tell me he was suffering addiction, and and he said, "I I hate being it. I hate being handsome." He goes, "Because you know, I'm immediately accepted because I am." But nobody actually accepts me for me. They don't even know me. They just know my looks. You know what I mean? And so and and so he ended up you know, it, it turned around on him because anything uh, that you anything that you're using to get you accepted, you won't we, trust it. We've got a young kid that's twenty two, three, Wesley sent him in court the other day. I mean, he is as a charisma, smile, I mean he has just got the charm. But it works right against him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he's yeah. in a, he's in a wreck. It's and his he, default. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. his default. Absolutely. I mean, and this because kid, anything. To help him well, for listen. Some time. To say it another way, to say it another way that God says it, idols will never. They're, they're the worship of whatever it is. My athleticism, my looks, my intellect, my you know. Uh, uh, leadership my my money making capability any of that if i get my value from it it eventually will fall all right let me give you one verse philippians 4 19 and my god will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in christ that's right we're going to take a break we're going to carry bobby out to lunch looks like and we'll be right back
Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here in Corin, Mississippi on Highway 72. Man, it is it hot. It's summertime, just right for water slide for your parties or your family reunions. We have several to pick from there at the store. Also, we have hot deals on mattresses. We've got $400 off of Kings on certain mattresses for this summer. Come see us right there on Highway 72. And remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. We welcome you back to our last segment. It's been a... Uh uh interesting show we yeah. uh kind of been bouncing around but anger and this jealousy deal that that uh bobby's pulled out on us today and i think he pulled out on our guys tuesday that's something we deal with whether you're in business or whatever you know uh you see i mean i know for a while here at my store i see somebody go down the road with a mattress in my what the heck? Where'd they buy yeah, that at, man? Got, it, I mean, got somebody what, else in this what's town. What's going on? What, what's going on? But at the end of the day, I've got to trust that the Lord's going to supply my needs. I must not have needed to sell that guy a mattress. Sometimes it's one of my friends, and I think, man, I'm, I, that really hurts. But no, uh, I, at the end of the day, I must not have needed to do it. Well, I, I had never thought about it, how Bobby just broke it down, Tommy, about jealousy being like a driving factor that will result in anger or anxiety but it being in a communal setting not just an individual you know yeah. it's it's not in a personal space but you you've been devalued in front of the community and i never really thought about it like that and, and i can see why that kind of magnifies yeah. the problem because then 
then you start to bounce around the ideal of, well, maybe so-and-so and and -and so-and-so and and all of them think that way about me instead of just one person. And man, the the devil gets inside our brain and can really use that loose space there to uh, to drive us to do something that's out of character. I think, you know, perception is our big enemy and all that because we perceive that, well, I must not be good enough to sell that guy a mattress. I must not be good enough to go to lunch Mm -hmm. with that guy. Mm -hmm. And stuff, and at the end of the day, none of that that none of that was true. Yeah, you know, no. our our perception leads us down a uh, uh, a dark road. Yeah. Well, t- tell me, there was one other thing I wanted to throw out there at Bobby because he said this Monday night, and I, and I thought it was just right on time because he was talking about having self control with anger. But he was talking about how the most likely people in our lives for us to lose our cool with are those closest to us. You know, we we show self-restraint and control when we're out here in the world. But most likely, we're going to lose our cool with those that are closest to us. Bobby, break that down how you did the other... I, I don't know that I got the words to repeat it, but it was just, you know, we're willing to compromise those that really give us value that are part of our lives that do love us and we're willing to compromise that relationship with that anger and and they talked about it being because we're in a safe place it's a safe spot to show our anger and we're not gonna we've done it before yeah it's the safest and it's the safest relationship for me in other words i can be a a hundred percent a wild crazy maniac jerk Mm -hmm. uh, and without any risk of of my wife leaving me yeah she won't do it and she loves me and we're locked in and so but here's here's what we do so we so instead of uh, but in front of you i'll exercise self-control you'll never see me rage out you'll never see me do it and in front of community i won't do it but in front of these safe places i will and what i was just trying to say was you know the irony is this is that you would think that I would just rage out with you because it doesn't matter if you hang out with me or not. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't I, why do I take those most precious and sacred relationships for granted and act like a fool in front of my wife? Why do I do that? In other words, what if I, what if I just took my relationship with my wife as, as it relates to anger and self-control, what if I just took my relationship with her as it relates to anger and self-control the same way that I would with you? You've never seen me blow up. We've known each other for 20 years, Tommy. I've never seen you blow up. I've never seen you rage out. Yeah, I bet you Maria has, and I, I know for sure Jackie has. And, and so here's the deal. What if, though, that because you know who's going to be standing beside my de- bed when I die? Who's going to be holding my hand? You know what I mean? And what if I treasured that relationship enough to say, look, if I'm not going to rage out in front of Tommy Wilson, you can bet I ain't going to rage out in front of you, my beloved. I mean, what if we? why do we take those relationships for granted? We don't see them as holy. We don't see them as the the relationship that is most worth preserving. And you brought that around full spectrum with our relationship with Christ. That's right. And we do the same thing with the Lord Jesus, right? I mean, we'll sin and act like it doesn't matter to him. You know what I mean? We'll play a fool and play games with our sexuality and all these foolish... And not only that, I'm just... It's a male... 
that's our one of our major problems. But, you know, we'll play games with all kinds of stuff with the Lord Jesus. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll act like we're not supposed to forgive people. And, you know, we'll do all these things. And we'll hurt th- th- our true husband. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. You said a, a mouthful whenever you said... We're willing to compromise, and yeah, we take our relationship for granted. We take covenant relationships for granted, and instead of treating them with the tenderness and the holiness and the reverence that they deserve. Well, uh, if you go to the Beatitudes in Matthew five, it said, "Blessed are the gentle, blessed are the pure in heart." Blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah. Don't say nothing about being blessed. Blessed are the hotheads. Being a hothead or being a jerk or being a jealous jealous people. You know, and 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 things. So there. uh, Well, that's the challenge today, right? You know, that's the challenge. If I want to be blessed, anger ain't the solution. Jealousy's not the solution. Those those are driving factors, really, to uh, find yourself tied up in some sinful desires of sinful reactive ways and uh that ain't, that ain't who i want to be today you know it ain't who i gotta be too i can be who god says i am well listen uh we we're gonna pick this up next time we're here next week we got brother sean Rutherford gonna be with us we're gonna talk about the dream center and what that looks like uh it's just about an hour and a half from here really yeah. over in yeah. russell alabama they they uh Yesterday, they had about 20 people in their program, 15 men, four, four women. Yeah, they yeah, got so like nine people women. on the staff, folks. So uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good-sized operation, and they've been doing it a while, so we're going to talk to them about that. Uh, and then tonight at Living Free Ministries, we will invite you for an open meeting. My friend right here, Wesley Jackson, will be sharing. Uh, we're excited about that. Rocky will be kicking us off. Our friends from the Rooster Run will be with us uh, presenting the check tonight. Uh, so I just got a text from Sandy Childs Jones confirming that and stuff. So we're excited. Our friends from Walden Street Christian Church here will furnish the meal afterwards. So actually, it's a big community event uh, there, and I'd invite you to be part of it. You can come if you deal with anger, jealousy, or uh, drugs, alcohol, whatever, or if you just want to come and see what's going on. There's your open door. You can come, and we're going to give you a good meal, okay? Uh, Tuesday's election day. We wanted to remind you to vote. Be, uh, football season kicks off tomorrow night. A lot of good things kicking yep. off. Hot weather's here. If you like hot weather, today's your day. So listen, Wesley's going to pray us out. We got we got to pray and get out. We'll see you next week. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, just thankful for the day. Just thankful for uh, just being able to get on here and share what your word says, Lord. I pray that uh, there's people out there struggling today, which we know there is, that Lord, they would look to you, look to the solutions that they have in their life, and that, that's found in your Son, Jesus Christ. I pray for uh, the hurting people, the uh, sick, the afflicted, those in in jail and those out of jail. I pray, uh, Lord, did you just make a way, get a plan, and uh, help them to have the strength and courage to walk through the doors you open. In Christ's name, amen.